Ladies and gentlemen, all my people, welcome to Radio with Gibby. It's your boy Mark Gibbs, Gibby Gibbs, or just Gibbs, whatever you may know me by. Coming to you from the wonderful city of Sacramento, California. And might I say, it is another beautiful Sunday. Oh yeah, weather is nice. That good old Cali sunshine and weather is starting to kick in. So I'm really feeling it right now. Wherever you are, if it's not sunny, if it's not warm, if it's not feeling good, why don't you make your way out to California? Hit your boy up. Let me show you my city. Let me show you what's good. I've really enjoyed my last few months out here. I call it my city. I haven't even been living here for a year. I've been in California for a while, but I've only been in Sacramento for going on a year and i do consider this my city it's a good spot highly underrated i'll tell you that much the nightlife here is pretty good people here pretty cool and the food here <laughs> yeah the food y'all i love the food out in california let me tell you what i love about the food in california there is so much variety here y'all and it's all around like there is so much variety any type of food that you like that you want to have it's here y'all gotta understand where i'm from i'm from the south man i'm from south carolina like there's good food there because i I don't want y'all to confuse it like you cannot beat the barbecue in south carolina and you can't beat the seafood in charleston if you disagree then add me hit my inbox tag me and let's talk about this you can get on the podcast too you disagree you can get next you can't beat the the southern food the barbecue but with that being said i will say that the variety in california is it's unbeaten like there's just so much thai food seafood chinese food barbecue soul food healthy stuff vegetarian vegan italian uh, all types of stuff there's a fil- couple i know a couple filipino spots off the top of my head where you can get filipino food vietnamese food like all types of food everywhere all type different types of of mexican food uh there's a couple of um i want to say there's a couple like dominican spots around here like there, like there's a cuban spot in one of the cities that Uh, i work in like it's all types of food out here so hey if you just want to visit and go on a food tour let's do it on top of that they got breweries and napa is not that far away so if you're into wine you know me i like to have a little wine on on the weekend you know get a little something a little bit of white zen some red zen you know what i'm saying if you're not a wine drinker you don't even know what i'm talking about but that's okay because your boy will put you on it's so much of that out here so yeah if you make your way out to california let's go ahead and get on top of some of this and y'all already know if y'all been paying attention to my instagram hit me up on there if you haven't already at gibby speaks that's g-i-b-b-y underscore speaks hit me up on that instagram or just search the hashtag radio with gibby i got this new obsession with brunch and ooh wee yeah that thing be good <laughs> in the middle of the day my friend got on me for eating brunch on like a weekday she was like i didn't know people ate brunch on a weekend weekday your boy eat lunch on a weekday if i'm off 
And you best believe I hop in that Uber quick so I can get me a mimosa or three because I don't drink and drive and neither should you. I'm just saying. Love that brunch. Love it. I love the mom and pop spots. I love the little the little bars that serve really good food that I found. I got like two of them not close to me. So, yeah, I can sit here and talk about food all day long. I probably made some of y'all hungry. I will not apologize for that. If you're hungry, go get you something or get on a plane and come out to Cali and hit your boy up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, uh, you know, besides the food and, and everything I ate, and uh, again, shout out to everybody who made my birthday happen. Um, it spanned the weekend prior and a couple of days during the week because my birthday actually fell during the week. So I got to enjoy it for multiple days. Um, besides all that, like the weekend was interesting. There were some things that transpired over the weekend that I'm not going to get into specifically for a number of reasons. If you're one of my friends, you probably understand what did happen. If you're not, you can always ask and we might be able to have that conversation. I don't know. It depends on how I feel about you, but it is what it is. Just know that everything is cool. I'm good. Everybody's fine. Everything's good. Nothing um, big or nothing too crazy or, or whatever has happened. But like I said, it was an interesting weekend because of, of some things that transpired. And so because of that, I had to go out and make sure I made some moves to uh, protect myself and my family, uh, some preventative measures. And I'll just leave that at that. With that being said, everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks, if you have listened to a couple of podcasts uh, ago when I was talking about respecting boundaries, I I mentioned the situation uh, in there. All of this has really taught me a very important lesson, okay? It is very important to surround yourself and to have wise company around you. Wise company is very, very important, okay? When I talk about wise company, I'm talking about those friends, those family, those people around you who can really give knowledgeable, meaningful input into certain situations in your life. Now, this is what I want to say. OK, I, I want to be very clear about this. Whatever you have going on in, in your life, that is your business. Whatever you are dealing with. That is your business. However way you want to go about it is up to you. Whatever you decide to do in life, that is going to fall on you. And you have to take responsibility for that. But there is one thing that I have learned over the last few years. And that is, even though I am ultimately responsible for my decisions, I still sometimes need the valuable input of others to make my decisions. I have always lived my life on one principle since I was young. And that is, well, actually a few principles, but really the overall theme of it is 
number one, I would rather see someone else make a mistake and them do that than to live through it myself. I don't have this thing where I have to constantly experience everything for myself. That is not me. If I see something go a certain way for a certain person, I am not always going to believe that, oh, it just went that way because it's for that person. Some situations are just destined. They're just bound to go the same way, no matter who is experiencing it. And if you are the type of person who you always believe that you're the difference maker or it's not a factor for you, then maybe you should examine your past and your decisions and things that have happened to you in life and think about whether or not that mentality holds true because it might. Maybe it holds true for you, but I believe for the most part, that doesn't hold true for most people. Most of the time, I mean, right, it's, it's really why we're not out here all robbing banks, right? Like that may be an extreme example, but I mean, on the lowest level, it seems that there are just certain things that don't work out for everyone. Right? And so I have learned to pay attention to those things. And I can be a man and admit that over the last few years, if anything, those have been the years where I didn't live by that principle. And because of that, I had to deal with the consequences. Right? I mean, you all are listening to a man who has been through a divorce. I'm a single parent. Now, I say single parent to the extent that I'm not with my my son's mother, but we both raise him. So he he has two parents. We're not out here struggling on our own, raising him by ourselves singularly. Uh, we both work with each other and we are both in his lives in his life and we both make sure he has what he needs but this is you're you're talking about someone who went through uh getting married too soon right who went through not knowing somebody as well as as he should have you're talking to someone who has dealt with a number of situations that you can always sit here and talk to me about and that was the result of really me observing other people doing that but still continuing to go down that path anyway because it was one of the few times in my life where I ignored that principle which is why I hold even closer to it now than I ever did before is if I see something if I observe it happening to someone else in someone else's life and I I can see that from a distance that's probably not going to work out for me then I tend to pay attention to that and stick with that stay away from it I'm good so that's one of the things. The other thing that I tend to live by or I, I tend to stick close to and I've been this way since I was young is I take a lot of things in from people when it comes to what they have to say, their input. I listen to them. Uh, I'll, I'll analyze what they say. I'll think about it and I filter it. I understand that everything that everyone says is not for me. But what I have done is I have gotten to a place in life and I've kind of always been this way where I can understand when something someone is saying is for me or it isn't. I, I filter. I filter through it. And sometimes only 10 percent of what they say applies to me. Sometimes more of it applies to me. I, I tell people all the time some of the most profound things I have heard I've been told 
has come from people who I never would have expected it to or people who honestly my opinion of them was not that high and others opinion of them was not that high but yet they were able to impart on me something that I was able to use for myself to help me on my journey right like no one's perfect okay we all have flaws we are all learning but perspective is important and the last few weeks have really shown me that surrounding myself with wise company has helped me tremendously and I will say that because in the situation that I have dealt with that happened a little bit ago and, and that's still kind of kind of going on, not really kind of not really like it's one of those things where you got to wait for the dust to settle to finally be able to say like, oh, you know, it's over. Like when you're watching one of those movies and they like they they uh, shoot the the bad guy. It's like a scary movie. They shoot the guy a hundred times. Everybody done shot him. They done stabbed him. They done burnt the guy on fire. They done did all this, that, and the other. They just keep shoot, 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 shoot. Okay, that's my moment. They shooting the dude, whatever. They doing all that. And then, like, the, the bad guy, he's down. He on the ground. And he looked dead. He looked dead, dead. And everybody looking around there like, yo, yo, what's, what's going on? Is he dead? And, you know, once all kind of like the dust clears and everything from all the fire and the gunshots and everything, they looking around. And they looking. And then a few seconds go by. And then all of a sudden. You see that person get back up real slowly. And then that that scary music start back up. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's one of those type of situations where before I can officially sit here and be like, yeah, everything that I went through the last couple of weeks is finally over. I have to just make sure that it has been resolved. So with that being said, because of, you know, what I've been going through, I have uh, so much of a deeper appreciation for the friends and the people around me who have given me wise counsel. Now, everything that they may have told me, maybe it applied to me, maybe it didn't, but this really caused me to really look deeper into the people I surround myself with. Everything your friends and the people around you that they say may not be for you. But if you do consider them a friend and you do consider them someone who is important and you are going to them, telling them what has happened or seeking out some type of of perspective or advice, you have to be open to listening to what they have to say and a lot of times what is hard about this this is the kicker because some of you already do this the kicker about this is you have to be open to admitting or understanding when you were wrong in the situation that is the part people have the toughest time with and that is really the most key part because in this whole situation that I dealt with I understood when it was all said and done from talking to a few of my friends specifically my good female friends I understood that there were some areas in this situation that I could have handled a whole lot better and there are a couple areas in this situation where one or two of my friends believe that 
I may have been wrong. And as much as I did not want to hear that, because let me make this very clear. Short of someone harming you or some type of uh, illegal activity or something, I I don't condone people going out here and trying to make someone else's life hell or 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 doing something wrong. Like, okay, dude didn't call you back. Does that mean that it's okay for you to slash his tires because you're emotionally hurt? No. So, and none of my friends condoned uh, this young lady's actions and behavior towards me from the situation that I'm talking about. So, so no one's out here giving her a pass for that. However, once you understand the mentality of people and why people do certain things and you get certain inputs and certain perspectives, then you understand how you may have been able to handle things differently to avoid certain outcomes. And that is what I'm really getting at here. I th- this this chick will never get a pass from me for what she decided she was going to do because some of her actions could have or did affect me when I was with my son. And if anybody knows me, you know I don't play around when it comes to family. So she don't get a pass for that. Sorry. Once you get my family involved, once you get my son involved, he's a baby. Once you get my son involved, a toddler, like, nah, you, you don't get a pass. I don't care, especially when I did not uh, go out here and cause you any type of harm or try to scam you, steal your money, something crazy like that. Like, if you are hurt emotionally, I understand that there are some things that I could have done. But nah, you're not going to get a pass. I understand there's some things I could have done differently, but you're not going to get a pass if you out here, you know, doing certain things and then you get my family involved. But again, because I have surrounded myself with wise counsel and people who I believe have good perspective and input, I understood that I could have went about things a lot differently when it came about my interaction with this young lady. Again, if you are unsure of what I'm talking about, go listen to my podcast on respect boundaries. Uh, This is basically a situation I brought up before where I was being harassed by a a girl who I was involved with. And I decided because of some uh, things that were not good for me that I did not like that I no longer wanted to see this woman. And because of that, her response was... It was over the top with what she decided to do and how she decided to enact her emotional hurt. And again, it took me talking to people to understand that, hey, this is why this could be going on. And this is what you could have done differently. So listening to that, I understood that I have to be the one to say, you know what, Gibbs? You can do better. You can make improvements in certain areas. You can go about things differently. I have a friend who she is quick to check me anytime I approach her in a way that seems kind of rude or or where I approach her in a way she's like, yo, you got to be careful how you approach people. You have to be careful on how you talk to people. And when she does that, I take that and I understand, okay, maybe I could have did a little bit better with how I approached her. A lot of situations we are in, 
we always want to point the finger at something or someone else and we never want to look at where we could have improved because understand that you improving yourself is going to help a lot of things around you improve we can't control things that happen to us in life we can't control every external factor but the way we handle things and the way we go about things will really determine how we move around in life my boy always say you gotta be careful how you maneuver out here in these streets and a lot of us aren't always careful doing that and when things do go wrong and when things do happen and we go to people around us and we try to talk to people and and say this that and the other the last thing we want to do is look at where we could have done better, where we could have improved. Y'all, some of us have the same habits we have had for years and we have yet to address them. When are you going to start addressing some of that self-destructive behavior you have in relationships? Do you know what this whole situation taught me? This whole situation taught me that I need to go about how I deal with relationships a, a different way a better way, a way that is going to be better for my life and not only thinking about my life for my son. I talk about this all the time. Like if you if if things are always going the same way, if they are always ending up the same way with you, not even just relationships with things at work, with with your interaction, with your family, with things in general, then you need to start examining yourself and understand what it is that you are doing that is causing this to constantly happen to you over and over and over and over again because at some point in time you can't keep blaming circumstances and other people around you if it is the fault of other people around you then you need to remove yourself from those people if it is the fault of circumstances that keep popping up then look at what you are doing in life to keep being in these situations and circumstances there should not be a perpetual level of of misfortune in your life just because. At some point in time, there has to be that self-reflection where it's like, what can I do better? And I know that is easier said than done when you feel like your life, you have always been beat down. You have always been the underdog. You have always been the butt of the joke. I know that is easier said than done, but if you don't believe in yourself, then who will? Because let me tell you something. If you think that your life is always going to be that way and you're always on the receiving end of something bad, then what have you got to lose to say, maybe it's something I'm doing. Let me approve because by your logic, things aren't going to get better anyway. So I just sit there and take it. Right. Again, this whole thing made me realize that, hey, there is some stuff that I've been dealing with since I was young that maybe it is time for me to look at these things when it comes to my interaction with the opposite sex. Maybe it's time for me to look at these things when it comes to how I date, how I go about relationships. What is it that I am looking for? What is it that makes me willing to do certain things that I know ultimately it is not good for me? And it took a couple of my friends being like, hey, man, you, you, you might want to look at how you how you did this, because when you do stuff like this, this is what you are going to get. 
And in one case, one of my friends was like, I feel like, yes, she was wrong and this was wrong and that was wrong. But I feel like you could have done this better and that you were wrong in this situation. And in every situation we are in, we are not always wrong, but I feel like we can always improve on how we go about things. Wise company. Surround yourself with wise company. Have those people around you who you can say, you know what? I can trust this person. And and granted, understand that in the situation I dealt with, I had multiple input from different people. And that's when I go back and always say, hey, you're not always everybody is not always going to go about things the same way. Certain people believe that they have more of a a better outlook than other people. Well, I've been through this. I've done this. Everyone is not going to have that. And that is why I always say you filter through it. Find out what works for you. Find out what's best for you. But the overreaching theme of this whole podcast episode is really about surrounding yourself with good company, with wise company, with people who aren't going to tell you to to put yourself in a bad situation. Because I easily could have been in the situation where I was like, hey, I'm going to pull up. And you know what? If I was like, yo, I'm going to pull up on, on this chick and show her who is boss. If I had a friend who co-signed that, then where would that end me up today? We got to make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with people who are not going to enable unhealthy behavior. And y'all know, let's let's not play dumb. Y'all know what unhealthy behavior is. And I brought that up before. Uh, when it comes to the, this, this girl who decided to harass me, you know there are people in her life who she went through and told the situation and they co-signed her actions. Or they let her know, you need to do this, you need to do that, you should do this. And it was all wrong and bad. And that is not good for anyone When you don't have people who can check you, have some sort of check and balance in your life and let you know when you are either wrong or, hey, no, that's not a good idea. We have to stop as people. We have to stop enabling bad behavior around us, because let me tell you what what the problem with that is. I'm going to give you all a story. I'm going to give you a story. Okay, so I got a friend, right? A friend of mine, back when I was first uh, stationed out here in California, I had a friend, uh, we were cool, we were stationed together back in uh, Delaware when I was up there, and uh, he was, at this time, he was stationed overseas, and he decided he wanted to come back, have some fun, you know, kick it with some friends and everything, and he had a girl that was still stateside, so what he did was he came back stateside, she, uh came with him and they decided to make a trip out here to California. So I linked up with him and everything. And uh, I remember picking them up. And so when we were in the car riding to go get food, they were basically telling me about a situation that this girl's friend was in. And so long story short, if I remember the details correctly, I remember that basically what happened was 
this girl's friend had sent the wrong text to a guy that she was talking to because she was talking to multiple guys and she sent the wrong text to the other guy that was not meant for him. And so that text was going to compromise what she had going on because she was talking to multiple guys. And so she didn't want this other guy thinking that she was talking to this one dude, even though she was. So one girl, two guys, one text, sent the wrong text to the wrong guy. Bam, boom. So they're telling me this story, whatever. And he's like, yeah, she's doing this, that, and the other. And I remember the whole time she's sitting in, in the back seat. This is when I was driving the Camaro at the time. Shout out to the Camaro. I missed that car. She's sitting in the back seat, going back in her fourth, fourth with her friend, conspiring on how they can flip this thing around so that this guy doesn't know that she's talking to another dude. And so ultimately, I think their decision came up to her changing her her contact info on her phone from this guy's name to her mom's name so she changed like the contact info and then screenshotted it and tried to like do some copying and pasting whatever like a little bit of photoshop work to make it seem like this was a text thread with her mother and that that conversation was meant for her mother and not this other guy and so the whole time I'm driving, I'm sitting there like, word? Is that what we do? Because some of y'all out there was like, yo, that's a real friend. That's a real, that's a bad bitch. She a real friend. That's a ride or a die. Uh. And I'm just like, nah, 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 man. Because let me tell you something. The first thing I thought, I was like, if she is going through all this to help her friend out, to deceive another man, what you think she going to do? to you and i'm sitting here looking at my boy like are are you co-signing these shenanigans because like imagine what her friend would do to deceive you or what she would do to deceive you and so you know i think i i let him know that hey man that that's not really a good look bro like you you gotta be careful with that and ultimately they didn't end up working out because i think she was up to some shady stuff and that's just kind of how that situation went. And I bring that situation to prove or or to make the point that it, it, when we start co-signing and enabling unhealthy behaviors with our friends, then oftentimes that comes back to get us right now. We can't control everything that people do. We can't control what our friends do. We We don't have input in everything that people decide to do. And so ultimately, our friends are going to be responsible for their own decisions. But I've brought this up before. We need to be able to talk to the people around us and let them know, hey, maybe this is not the best way of going about this. Hey, maybe we should figure out a, a healthier way or a better way of addressing this situation. Because these days of us trying to be like, oh, you know, birds of a feather flock together, but I ain't necessarily like them. Nah, those days are over. Yo, for real. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all here getting mad at people for voting for Trump and the reason or or whoever or supporting Obama or whoever, whoever is on on political side you on. I don't care because I don't talk politics. 
You know, you mad at someone for listening to R. Kelly's music or you mad at this person or that person. Well, clearly you have the feeling that when someone associates themselves with someone that they have some type of support for that person. Whether you agree with that or not, I don't know. My point being is it's a hard argument to tell me that you riding and you dying with someone who was up to no good, but yet you're the good one out of the group. Because at some point in time, you have to hold yourself responsible for enabling things. And if you can't do anything to to stop that or curb that behavior, then you need to bounce. Well, as I like to say, you need to get up out, out the paint. For real. It's time to go ahead and hit that door, make that exit. Because you're going to have a hard time trying to convince people that that's your boy. You ride for him. But you out here co-signing him messing with your other homie's wife. Now, I remember one of my boys tried to put me in that situation. His wife hit me up on Facebook asking me if I knew where he was. And at the time, I did not know where he was. Would I have told her had I known where she was, where he was? Mm, I don't know because I didn't want to end up in that situation. But I'll tell you what I did do after that. After I found out what my boy was up to, I slowly started to separate myself from him. And I know a lot of us don't want to get involved in other people's drama. And that's fine. I'm not telling you to get involved. But at what point in time are you going to say maybe this person is not wise company? Maybe it is not wise for me to be around this person. Because when stuff goes on and you need some perspective or you need some input on how to handle something, who do you want in your quarter? Because this mentality that we always got to ride out on someone and 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 get revenge or get even, that's got to stop at some point in time. We cannot progress forward as a people if the first thing we want to do is roll up on someone and let them know who they messing with. Because that is not how we resolve everything. And yes, I know some of us have done that. And some of us believe that at some point in time, that's what you got to do. And if that is what you believe in, that is your prerogative. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about that. But at what point in time are we going to start realizing that we got to get over some of these bad, unhealthy mentalities and behaviors? Especially if you're in a minority community and you're trying to ride for all your other brothers and sisters. And you think that that is going to get you somewhere because it's not. It's really not. wise company who do you keep around you we need to start having the conversation with our friends i was talking to my boy today i said listen man i know i know when it comes to this situation if someone tries to say hey you did this you did that or the other i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt until it is proven otherwise until it is shown to me otherwise because i know that when i observe something and i see something that I'm going to let you know that's not what it is. I used the example before. You see your boy pushing up on a girl. You see your boy trying to holler at a girl. You see your boy, he might have a little liquor in his system. He might be a little a little aggressive trying to holler at this chick wherever she is. You need to let him know to step down. If she ain't feeling it, she ain't feeling it. Man, it's sad that women are afraid to go to the gas station in the middle of the day. Like what kind of what kind of society have we set for ourselves? 
Like if I if I'm with my boy and we getting gas and this is an attractive woman, are we gonna comment and and say, hey, she attracted this that, and the other? Yeah. If she looks at him, and and he goes over there and decides to initiate conversation, and she feeling it, then that's cool. But the second that she is not about that and he keeps trying, at what point in time am I gonna step in and be like, nah? It is a shame. It is sad that there are videos out there that we see that there are men who are so aggressively going after women that they are following women in and out of stores and other places because they are trying to get something that that woman does not want to offer them. And this is not just for women. This is, this goes, this is not just two men. This goes for women as well. When it comes to what your friends are doing, y'all know y'all got some friends. Hey, listen, I'm be straight up with y'all. Some of y'all ain't going to like me for this. Y'all might want to stop listening to my stuff, but you know, look, Y'all know y'all got some friends that's loose. And they out here, some of them out here trying to play these games with some of these men, some of these good men. How much are you going to sit around and let your friend play games with a good man? And then you're complaining about how you can't find a good man. Why do you think that is? Because you're enabling one of your friends who who you say you ride for, y'all cool, whatever. You're enabling her to play these games with a good man. And because of that, that mentality keeps recycling and keeps repeating itself and keep perpetuating itself. And before you know it, everybody got their friends playing games with good men and you can't find a good man. But it's OK because it's not you, it's them. And that's OK. You're not them. I'm not saying you got to control everything that your friends do. I'm not saying that you have to have them on a leash or you got to have everything on lock. But at some point in time, we have to surround ourselves if we are trying to improve because this hey, look, this podcast ain't for everyone. This is a perspective, self-improvement, look within podcast. This is all about trying to become better, to live the best life that we possibly can. And if you are fine with where you are in life, then that's cool. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. But I ain't about to stop. I'm going to keep going hard. I'm going to say what I got to say was real. Because I know that I have been a flawed person and I know that I have made mistakes and I know that I could have handled situations better and that I have enabled. So if I can admit it, then you can too. This whole situation really taught me that I got some good people in my corner. Shout out to KP. You know who you are. I ain't going to say your full name. Shout out to Miss Tynes. You know who you are. I'm not going to say your full name. Shout out to Miss Banks. You know who you are. I'm not going to say your full name. These are some strong, good women who when I am wrong, they will let me know. And shout out to my son's mother, too, who understood that this situation could have been a lot worse than it was and was ready to step in to do what was necessary to make sure our son was good and that I was good because I'm his father. Shout out to her too. And my boy for helping keep me calm and the people who let me know, hey, this is not, there are certain things that you don't want to do. All y'all get a shout out. Much love to all y'all. You know I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. But this thing really showed me that it's important to look at when we can improve. I've I've said this to people before, and it's one of my biggest flaws and something I've had to work at my whole life. 
my biggest my biggest flaw my biggest problem in life that i've had and i thank god i'm so much better at this now is i used to walk in a room and i automatically assumed that i was the smartest person there no my grades don't show it no or or grades back in in school no i don't have the accolades to show it no i i i didn't have all this that and the other i mean there's a few things that i might be able to to say like i i, I got a award sitting there in the shelf that shows that i'm i'm a pretty smart or or i have some level of intelligence but that was my problem like i used to walk around that i used to walk around with that chip on my shoulder because i knew that i was able to articulate things better than a, than a lot of people and that because i did so much reading i had a lot of different viewpoints and because i basically uh i don't know like slid through school pretty easily without having to study and stuff i thought i was so smart and it took life breaking me down to realize that number one no i'm not the smartest one in the room i'm not even the smartest room in the corner or the smartest person in the corner right and number two um you got to be humble and understand that you maybe you are the smartest person in the room but it doesn't put you above anything in life because life gets at everyone I've had some humbling experience. I've had some things that have really humbled me and showed me that, hey, I am not the smartest. I am not the most wise. I need to have people around who are going to be honest. I need to have people around who I trust. I need to have people around who are going to give me wise counsel and be wise company for me. And as I said, we have to be able to admit our shortcomings and when we are wrong, because that is really the only way we are going to improve. Listen, all four of those people or five of those people I named, all of those people, there are things that we don't necessarily agree with when it comes to everything that we do. Right. Sometimes you have to agree to disagree. I did a podcast episode called Listening to Understand you should check that out if you want to know what I mean by that. But there are just times where we have to agree to disagree. You are not always going to agree with your friend's viewpoint. I mentioned Miss Times. Hey, th- hey, that girl, she has some viewpoints that I do not agree with. And there are times where we'll talk about stuff or we'll text back and forth about stuff. And sometimes it can it can seem maybe a little bit heated. But it's really her just trying to get me to understand and me listening and trying to say, hey, I get what you're saying, but this is how I feel. But at the end of the day, just because I don't agree with everything she has to say, it does not mean that, number one, she's not a wise person because she is a wise person. Number two, it doesn't mean that she's out here up to no good because she's out here doing a lot of good things for a lot of people. And it doesn't mean that, number three, we cannot continue to be friends we can continue to be friends and we will continue to be friends because as she told me what type of friends would we be if we were not able to talk about things and to have meaningful discussion because we have a lot of the same goals when it comes to wanting to improve the people in the communities and the things around us we have a lot of the same viewpoint when it comes to that stuff And so you're not always going to agree with everything that all of your friends say or your your counsel or your company. And I'll be honest, I'll be 100 percent real. There was some stuff that was told to me and. 
a few of my friends said, hey, this is what you need to do. And I was being stubborn and I didn't do it. And because of that, there were some things that happened and I had to suffer those consequences. I had to deal with those things that happened. And then I went back and did what they suggested I did. And lo and behold, everything was cool. This is not a listen to your friends or the people around you, everything that they say and live your life by them. No, if you pay attention to everything that I say in my podcast, you know, I am a very uh, take responsibility over your life, live your life for you type person. But I don't believe that we can always do this alone. And perspective, it's so important. It is so important. That old example with the wall, what color is this wall? You got one person standing on one side of the wall and one person standing on the other side of the wall. The one person standing on one side sees red. The person standing on the other side sees blue. The wall is blue to him. The wall is red to him and the other person. And somewhere in the middle, there's a guy who doesn't see either side of the wall and all they see is gray. Perspective is so important. Because it helps shape our reality and how we deal with things, how we perceive things, how we go about living life. It helps us improve. And that's that's what this podcast is really all about. Y'all go and do what y'all want. But as I said, at some point in time, we got to we got to look to improve. And with all this, I mentioned a lot about unhealthy behaviors and not enabling that. There is one thing I would say. This is a quick plug. I have a lot of friends that are in the psychology field, that are in the uh, social work type field or things like that. A lot of people who deal with self-help and stuff like that. I want to say this. This is coming to you as a young black man who was in the military, you know, who grew up in the Bible Belt in the South where you take all your problems to Jesus and that will fix everything. And if that is your mentality and your outlook, listen, if you got to pray, you got to pray. If you got to read your Bible, you got to read your Bible. I'm all for spirituality and spiritual growth, but I'm going to say this. And I I mean this with sincerity. Y'all got to stop being afraid of therapy. And when I say y'all, I'm not targeting a specific demographic, although, uh, historically speaking, or, or if you do look at demographics, black people, are really bad about uh, acknowledging stuff like that. And that's why I I think it's so great that there are shows out there like, um, ah, what was it, Insecure, where they address stuff like that. I think Blackish addresses it. Uh, there are a few shows that address it um, that predominantly, you know, the audience is predominantly white people, uh, black people. And I think that is great that they are addressing that. But y'all, 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 no matter what your race is, black, white, Hispanic, uh, Asian, uh, what, whatever you are, I'm not trying to leave anyone out, whatever race you are, it is so important to start to go down the path of at least at the very least being able to talk to someone. Y'all gotta be, stop being afraid of therapy. Okay. Or, or being able to express your problems because you can't keep compartmentalizing everything and pushing it down and then expecting it to be okay because at some point in time it's going to come up if you don't want to go to therapy that's fine find a person who you can actually talk to find find someone who does who is a counselor 
find someone, a, a pastor, find someone who, you know, has good input. If you have to vent to them, fellas, don't be afraid to vent. Don't be afraid to talk about things because let me tell you what therapy really is. That therapy really is just self-realization. That's all it is. You go and sit down with a therapist or, or a psychologist or whoever it is that you want to sit down to. It's just going to be them asking you a bunch of questions and guiding you. Right. As you start to realize, come to certain realizations yourself that, oh, this is kind of what's going on. This is what maybe needs to change or what's been happening for those of you in relationships. There's nothing wrong with doing marriage counseling. Do it. Try it out. It may save your relationship. I'm just, this is just my small plug towards stuff like that because it is very important. I, I I know, I know for a fact that it is, and I know that it can help. And I say that because a lot of people look down on that. If you're in the military, you hear this podcast and you're wondering, how do I do that without affecting my career? There are a lot of resources out there. Send me a message. I'll point you in the right direction. We got to stop being afraid of tackling these things. We got to stop being afraid of addressing these things because there is way too many people out here who are emotionally unstable and they need emotional healing and and they are unstable. And, And a lot of times when we think of therapy and stuff, we always think somebody's not right in the head, which is not necessarily true. And that's not a good way of thinking about it. People out here need that that psychological, that mental healing. It's not always people who have problems. Yes, there are people out here who do have mental issues. But a lot of times this is just the the people who need to talk to someone who need different perspectives or people who their emotional, you know, instability or or shortcomings or problems or whatever has manifested its way as a mental thing. And so we think that that person crazy. A lot of times people people are just emotional. They feel lonely. They feel abandoned. They feel like they don't have anyone to talk to. And we need to stop being out here acting like that there's something wrong with a person when they are seeking out help or they need that help. Y'all, it's 2019. Y'all, y'all need to leave that behind. It's not the 70s. It's not the 80s. It's not the 90s. I'm a 90s baby. Okay, cool. I'm a 90s baby too. All right. I was born in the 80s. All right, cool. You're only a few years older than me. If you're in the 2000s or whatever. And by the way, y'all should go and really look up the age for millennials because a lot of y'all around here calling people millennials and you don't realize that you're a millennial too. That generation spans a lot. A lot of the people who people are calling millennials, I want to say they're generation, it's like generation Y or Z or something like that, that, which I find that very funny. Millennials are sensitive, blah, blah, blah. Go, go look up what that is because I'm, I'm tired of hearing that crap too. I heard somebody call somebody millennial the other day, and I'm pretty sure they're a millennial. So congratulations, you played yourself. Anyways, my plug over that is over. That's all I'm going to say about that part. Getting back to my main point and trying to kind of wrap this thing up. Hey, look, just be mindful of who you surround yourself with. Be mindful of the company that you keep. Be mindful of the input that you let in your life. Know what's good for you. Filter it out if need be, but start surrounding yourself with wise companies. Start surrounding yourself with people who are trying to do good things. Start surrounding yourself with people who are trying to go down a good path and want things for their life. You know, like I said, being 28, I'm getting too old to be out here doing some of the stuff that I've done in the past. And all of this that happened to me, these things that went on has been a wake up call for me. And I want to improve. 
and I want to keep going down that road of improving and also sharing my journey with you all so that you can learn something as well. Because that's what we're doing. We're helping each other along our journey. And I will say this one last thing that I have learned just as a a parting to this episode before I close this episode out. I will say this. Be mindful of the people who say things that sound really good, but they don't practice it. A lot of my friends, we got a lot of old heads, a lot of older people in our life. Those dudes in their late 30s, their 40s or whatever. They done been through a lot. They they talk real smooth. They talk real cool. They got, let me sit you down, talk to you. Let me tell you how you should handle this, this, that, and the other. They sound real good. But they still dealing with that stuff they've been dealing with since they were in their 20s or younger. Be careful with that. Before you go around and surround yourself with a certain type of person because you feel like they got wise counsel, you feel like they got this, that, and the other, pay attention to the dynamic in their household. Pay attention to the things that they tell you, but then they go and do something else. This mentality is do as I say, not as I do. Nah, we killing that, bro. We killing that, girl. It's 2019. I ain't got no time for your shenanigans. You out here trying to tell me to do what you say, but you going to go and do something else? Nah, because you know what that means to me? It means that you're just telling me something that sounds really good, but it's not practical because, A, it doesn't work for you. Now, granted, there are people out there who they'll say, hey, listen, this is the reason why I don't do this because it's not like this in my life. But I believe coming from this perspective or this angle, this may be good for you. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. I can roll with that. I've even done that before. I've been like, hey, look, I didn't go about things this way and I don't believe that this is the best or this doesn't work for me. But maybe you can look at things from this perspective. But these people out here who, who be trying to preach all this, say all this, do that, the other. And then you look at their life and it's something else. And they, they're trying to get you to stand by what they say. Nah, we killing that. I ain't about that life no more. I ain't, I ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. The old, I've been married three times, so I know how to not mess it up, <laughs> which there's some merit to that. I, I'm just using that as a quick example. There's a little bit of merit to that, but you got to be careful with that. You know, I'm already on, I'm I'm already past number one. So even I got to be careful. I can't be out here. Hey, look, I tell people all the time. I can't tell you how to keep a relationship, but I can sure tell you how not to muff it up. I'm for real. I'm being real. I'm being honest. I learned a lot from uh, going through my divorce and everything. And I, I hope that I am able to use what I learned to say, hey, listen, I'm not going to try to give you this. You should do this. This is blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other. This is how you keep a woman. This is how you keep a man. This, that. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, hey, look, this is what happened. This is what I learned. This is what I believe what works for me. And this is what may work for you. And we're going to keep this thing moving. So that's pretty much what it is. Wise company. Look at who you surround yourself with. And keep doing you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Radio with Gibby. You already know. I know that one got a little bit... uh, emotional we can say that i you can definitely tell i was really feeling that one because of everything that's going on 
y'all know i really want the best out of everyone and with that being said shout out again thank you so much to the people who have been in my corner who have been giving me wise words who's been helping out i appreciate all that so thanks for being there so you already know we still the giveaway is coming up pretty soon the facebook page i'm going to be opening it up that pretty soon um timing for doing kickback part uh three instagram models part two whatever that is the timing for that just has not been where i want it to be for me to do that episode but we're still going to do that episode uh got a couple other episode ideas people have been in the inbox i might just do a kickback by myself like i used to do back in the day because y'all already know me I, i don't wait on people for very long so it's all good so anybody if you got any questions if you want me to talk about something specifically i'm about to start doing the facebook live shows again that was pretty fun when i used to do that back in the day i'm gonna start that back up again but if you got any questions or anything you want me to address just hit me up on instagram or on facebook if you have my facebook but on instagram at gibby that's g-i-b-b-y underscore speaks g-i-b-b-y underscore speaks new music some of y'all saw that clip some of y'all like that flow. Hey, <laughs> a lot of y'all like that flow. That thing was tight, right? She just want to party to that car. and get lit all day. She just want to work it. And then she twerk it. Takes a bay all day. <laughs> hey, that lit was kind of cool, right? Yeah. New music coming out. I'm putting it out there pretty soon. Stay tuned. Some of y'all who been on this train got to hear the music first while I was pulling it. So I appreciate that. With that being said, you already know what's coming next. You already know what time it is. Your boy to introduce some music into the mix. Who knows what's coming next? Maybe a story, maybe a book. I might be working on that. But the only way you're gonna find out is if you get on this train. This train, y'all. This train is about to leave the station because it's going oh, oh so well. We doing oh so good. And now we got even more people digging it and feeling it. And the plays keep going up. And the views keep going up. And the messages keep flowing to the inbox. Because this train is about to leave the station, y'all. Get on board with Radio with Gibby. Get on board with Mark Gibbs. Look, this thing is going somewhere. I already told y'all, when I'm done, when I'm done with the military, this thing is up. This is all I God, we doing this thing. This thing is going. And if you want to be down, get on this train. Because I'm telling you, when I go up, when this thing leaves the station, you coming with me. So as I always say, I love to live life and live our shell. Y'all be good. Y'all be great. Because y'all some great people. And thank you for tuning in to Radio with Gibby.